so much for joining us for another episode of defining the dash we have been looking so forward to getting to spend some more time with you and today with us as uh guest co-host we have brother mitch bostwick back with us and he's been doing such a wonderful job sharing his testimony and and helping us to hear on the podcast uh, while brother mark's been out and uh, brother Mitch, how you doing today, buddy? Doing great, brother. It's great to be here. Thank you. Good, good, man. Uh, today we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, Brother Mitch's testimony. Um, we're also going to kind of uh, address um, the topic of distractions. You know, in life we have a lot of distractions that may come our way. I know one of the big things uh, for me, uh, we talked a lot last week about prayer, is every time I get down to pray, it seems like everything in the world floods into my mind. And I may have the best prayer I can think of thought of before I get down to pray. And when I get down to pray, what I'm doing tomorrow comes to mind or, uh, you know, what's going on, you know, the podcast may come to mind or uh, so many other things come to mind. And it distracts me from what I originally was planning on talking to God about. And um, so distractions can come in so many different ways. And uh, brother Mitch, what are your thoughts on that? Have you have you seen? Have you had trouble with that too, or is it just me? No, brother. I I, I told my wife uh, a week or two ago, and maybe maybe I just maybe I, I don't remember everything from being younger, but <laughs> but I remember uh, I remember growing up. Uh, Saturday nights around the house, uh, my my dad uh, he wasn't saved growing up, uh, but Saturday nights consisted of you know mom ironing her clothes and we was showering and getting in bed early and they had there was an old time Southern Gospel radio program uh, come on on Saturday night Saturday night request time oh yeah. And, uh, and we would lay in the bed and listen to that. And, you know, I, I, I think we lived in simpler times, even, oh, yes. even, even in, at, at our young ages, yeah. uh, times have gotten so busy. Uh, and, and I, I'm a living example, really. I feel like, um, there are different types of distractions, obviously, sure. uh, sinful sure. distractions. Um, but really I think that, uh, well, I, I can speak for myself that, you know, you can get too busy doing good things. Yes. Um, and that's that's where I, I had to come to a point even this year um, in, in a lot of ways that I had to just put some good things to the side because my, um, you know, uh, my family was uh, – you know, I, I was seeing, I was seeing the effects sure. in some of the most important areas of my life, my family, um, my ministry, my prayer life. Uh, you know, you can get so busy and so worn out doing good things. Yes, you can. Uh, noble things that that God doesn't get the time He deserves. Your right. family don't get the time they deserve, and so uh, it's so important to prioritize and to. Uh, you know, to, to keep your priorities where they need to be and learn to say no. 
Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, that is key. And and you brought up some great things there with you know, just because someone's distracted don't necessarily mean they were doing wrong. That's right. Uh you can be trying to do something good and it still pull away from from what your main life main focus in life should be. That's exactly right. And uh it can take you away from God. It can take you away from your family like you said. Uh it can do so many things that 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 it could be you could be doing good and it still be a negative impact to you and, and to those around you. So distractions, like you said, come in, in so many different ways and, and you know, over the years the devil has has had to become even more crafty in how he tries to attack God's people. And so he does that a lot of times through distractions. That's exactly um, right. And, and things that we just don't see coming. Um, you know, he, he sneaks things in. He, he may bring them in as innocent and, and things. And, and, and like I said, I was get, simply getting down to pray. You know, this is my long time with God. Yeah. And, you know, what we're having for supper that evening might just pop in your head or, you know, uh, you know what I've got to do tomorrow, or I need to change the oil in the car, or I, you know, and a lot of times this is in the middle of church too. So oh, you know, yeah. but you know, uh, when if someone comes to the altar to pray, you know, who's praying around me? All these people are gathered around me, or or maybe nobody's gathered around me. You know, all these things come to mind. What are they going to think of me? And and I've talked to people before that simply didn't come to pray because of that same thought process of what's people going to think. They're going to think I've backslid. They're going to think. And so their mind is just totally pulled away uh, on those type of things than, than, than what the Lord was trying to pull them to. Absolutely. And uh, so distractions are everywhere around us. They can be in the workplace. They can be in the school. They can be in the church house. They can be at home. And we have to be able to find some way to overcome those and stay focused on God. Exactly right. And uh, Brother Mitch, you know, we've been talking a lot about your testimony and and being called to preach at a young age. And and, and we talked about, uh, you you brought up a a moment ago, you know, about how we lived, you know, when we were kids in, in, in a much simpler time. And I'm only 41, but, uh, you know, when when I say we lived in a simpler time, yeah, I mean it, it it's changed a lot in oh those forty one years, and um, you know I can I can remember not having cell phones, That's exactly right. Um, not having uh, the the old computer my dad had. I mean, internet was 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 a hope. It was <laughs> yeah. it was not a. Uh, a guarantee by no. any means, much less all the things that's on it today. But um, you know we we thought a word processor was cool. Yeah. Kids today wouldn't even know what a word processor is, but, but, uh, we, we didn't have a lot of the distractions that's available today. And, uh, and, and it can be, like we said, simple things. Uh, and, and this is one I, I use a, a lot, but, um, you know, I've, I've actually been on my phone before playing a game, a, a simple harmless game. Mm-hmm. And, suddenly an ad pop up that's totally inappropriate. That's right. And I, I think to myself, well, what if, what if my 10 or 11 year old son, my 11 year old son, what if he had my phone playing this game when this popped up, you know? Yeah. So I immediately go and I delete the game, but, but how many kids out there have done seen that, 
You know, oh, yeah. there you can be doing something harmless. That's not you're not doing anything wrong by playing bubble, bubble pop. Yeah. I mean, that's not necessarily doing anything wrong. But the devil will try to sneak little distractions in that we have to be careful uh, on how we deal with and and how we approach those things. And um, so those those is what we that's what we've got to be so careful with and and allowing that. Uh, we talked last week a little bit about guarding your heart and guarding your mind. When we allow those things to come in through uh, into our mind and into our heart, then then we're not going to keep progressing in our relationship with God. And so it's so important that we, we stop that. Um, what are some more, what are some of the ways, uh, so maybe some of the distractions, some of the ways technologies have changed or, or, you know, what are some of the distractions you see, you've seen brother Mitch that maybe kids face today that, that as a child, you and I never had to battle, um, Man, I'm telling you, uh, I think, and I know it seems like sometimes we harp on it, um, but even as adults, uh, you you see the the, the distraction. But technology, yes, um, there is so much at our young our young people's fingertips. Right. Um, you know, if not anything else, just you know, so time consuming. Yes. But uh, I think the world is geared uh, to try to to capture the minds and the hearts of our young people, and so, like you said, uh, uh, ads and um, you know just different ways to lure them into that ideology that they're trying to to push. And so, uh, I think the biggest thing is probably technology, and and without even diving into the specifics of it, um, right. Uh, the time that it takes uh, from you and uh, the social, the way it, it uh, kind of rids us of that social activity at times. And, uh, but, but my goodness, the, the, the stuff that, right. <laughs> that is available for, for, for kids and young people to get a hold of uh, so easily, um, you know, and I, and I've, I've heard stories and talked to different people who, um, you know, who tried to guard, you know, in every way, um, what their children, uh, and that's, that's our job, but, but to guard and to try to protect them and still, still yet, uh, the enemy find a way to slip through and, and, uh, some of the stuff that that's at, you know, the fingertips of our young people today, uh, if it gets a hold of them, yes, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, God can deliver no doubt, yes, but can. it's, it's a, it's a battle. And so I, I think in my opinion, that's probably the, the, the biggest out of, out of everything that we're seeing today is the way that technology is advancing and, and what it brings to the table. Absolutely. Technology has been, uh, a wonderful help. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I do wonder if the the hurt has not been greater than the help. Oh. Um, you know, we we've always heard the joke: Why do you drive on a park uh, parkway and park in a driveway? You know, those two things are total opposite of what they're named: a parkway, driveway. Yeah. And well, why do we call it social media when it really isolates you? Oh yeah. Uh, you know, we we say we're playing a game with our friend when they're online and 
and all these things. But really, you know, it used to be we was out playing ball or we was face-to-face or we was building a clubhouse or we was riding bikes or we yeah. was – and nowadays it's locked in a room playing a game online. You're not face-to-face with anybody. Uh, a lot of the games I know that, you know, with even with my kids – uh, you know, you'll go out and you'll buy them a video game or whatever, and when you get home, it, it's got cussing in it now. I mean, that was a thing that we yeah. were never exposed to as kids. Uh, if we was able to buy a video game when I was a kid, you never had to worry about profanity or, or anything no. being in it that's, that child's going to be exposed to. Um, and, and, and just those things are all in everything that we do um, – you know the devil. He's he's being crafty in in his approach to to try to reach our young people. And and really, what it is, uh, in my opinion, is I believe he is so scared because of all the potential Absolutely. that he sees in our young people today. Mm-hmm. He knows what God can do if they allow Him to get a hold of their heart. Uh, if he they would just allow God to get a hold of their heart. There is so much that he could do, and that scares the devil. Absolutely. And so he is being so crafty in his approach to try to to bring them down, to to isolate them, to um, and and pull them away. And we are seeing, you know, some be pulled away, but thank God we're also seeing a lot oh, come yes. back to the Lord. That's exactly right. And um, and that that is so exciting. To, to see them um, lean back on him and um, what other uh, comments would you have brother Mitch for let's say there's a um, a young person out there that's maybe they're um, they're trying to live right and, and maybe they're the only one in their family or or maybe they're they've been hurt by someone in the church or they're they're facing a trial that just seems uh, like they just cannot get over it, can't get around it. They've they've tried. Uh, what advice would you give to them? Well, I'm I'm glad you asked that. I, and I know that I know they're faced with with all kinds of things. Yeah. But I really and maybe maybe I'm, I don't think I'm wrong in saying this. And I you know you you may have an opinion on it too, but. Uh, I feel like now more than ever that that the enemy wants to uh, make them feel like that they have to face it alone. Absolutely. And so uh, I I've learned in my life uh, probably more now than in my younger years that number one I know I'm not alone. Right. But uh, reach out to somebody. Yes. Uh, there are people, no doubt, or uh, there's somebody. I, I can't ever look at a time in my life, even as a young person, that there wasn't somebody uh, that that I had confidence in yes. and uh, knew they had the goods. Absolutely. And so my my biggest advice is don't try to face it and fight it alone. Uh, reach out to somebody, a Sunday school teacher, a youth leader, pastor. Uh, in my case, my mom. Um, you know, I had a lot of good influences and I could tell an hour's worth of stories of monumental times that somebody came to me or helped me or I reached out. But, but, you know, my mom was that praying influence in my life and, uh, I knew she had the goods. And so if, 
if you're struggling or facing something uh, and, and the devil try to put you out there all by yourself, reach out to those those influential people in your life that you trust and know that they've got a relationship with God and don't fight it alone. Amen. Brother Mitch, you was talking about uh, going through trials and going through things alone. Um, you know, we talked there a few weeks ago with uh, Brother Travis Matney and when when we was talking to him about when he was called to preach at an early age. And I, I don't mean to keep going just backwards and forwards here with – uh, with things uh, jumping backwards and forwards, but uh, we uh, we talked about when he went back to you know uh, he went to school with us at, at Garden there in a the public school, and uh, you know there was trials and things you you kind of had to face uh, in a public school setting. You know sure. it seemed like there was only two or three of us out of the four or five hundred kids there that that really was going to church at the time. Um, I don't know. Uh, was there uh, when when you went to went back to school like after feeling the call to preach? I know you said you didn't really fully accept it until you was about yeah. twenty. Um, was there other say teenage preachers that you went to school with, uh, whether it's private school or, or public school um, that you went to school with? Maybe that you could at the time talk to about it and about that call were you, was there somebody that you was able to to go to and say hey this is this is what i'm feeling this is uh you know my, myself i know like when, when part of when my dad was feeling called to preach he, he's talked about you know he had a, a dream and of of uh, reaching for people that was like he was kind of hanging over hell and just reaching for people and and uh, God's dealt with me uh, at times through dreams and things. And so whether it's a dream or, or whether it's, you know, in a voice or, or ever how God might be dealing with somebody, um, you know, was there somebody you was able to talk to? Maybe that was your age at that time uh, that might have went through the same thing? Or Honestly, no. Uh, <clears throat> I had some good friends, uh, you know, that we would meet at youth camp. Sure. Um you know, once a year, uh, that would, you know, it was an encouragement there. Um, but no, that, and, and part of what I said just a minute ago about feeling alone, yeah. that, I mean, that, that's where I was at because, yeah. you know, at, <clears throat> at that age, uh, you know, I wanted, unfortunately, and I know not everybody goes through this, but I wanted to be cool. I wanted to be somebody right. that, you know, people liked and, uh, seemed like at that, point in time that a lot of the young people that I was around was um you know they was uh in the struggle too sure. so um yeah it, that I felt like I was the the one that um one of the ones that uh you know the few that was trying to live right and and so you know it, it was a battle for me and and I leaned more at that time on um people like my Sunday school teacher, uh, and my pastor and my youth pastor, uh, and, and they fought for me. And, you know, that was at that point in my life, that was where my encouragement lied was in people like that. Right. With, um, you know, uh, our young people and stuff that we're seeing today Mm -hmm. that may be, uh, facing things, like you said, that feel alone, uh, you know that's 
that is such a, a, a thing that at times feels so unbearable. Isolation and, and things is, is something that it seems, in, in one sense, it seems so simple. But, uh, you know, that is one thing uh, that will eat away at a man in the quickest way is when he feels alone. And uh, that that is one thing we, we definitely want our, our listeners out there to hear is, is you're, you are not alone. In anything that you're facing, you're not alone. Um, you do have the Lord that you can lean on, you can talk to. And if you don't know the Lord, then you can come to know the Lord Absolutely. and have him to lean on. And that's that's one of the main priorities of this podcast is to, to, to reach that gospel to people out there that may be struggling. Uh, and that's the whole point of the, the little slogan we use of make every moment count. It's imp- impossible to make every moment count. Um, and to make our life count if we don't allow God to be in control of that. And um, so if you are going through something like this, and maybe you feel like you don't have someone to reach out to, it gives us a, a great opportunity here to, to to give ways that you can contact us. If you want to uh, leave us a comment, you know, if you're listening like through Apple or something, you want to leave a comment. If you want to uh, email us, uh, defining the dash, at yahoo.com uh, send us an email uh, tell us you need prayer tell us you want to talk uh, reach out to us in some way uh, at defining underscore the underscore dash on Instagram you can comment talk to us there uh, you know any way that you can get a hold of us uh, we have some of our audio on YouTube at defining the dash podcast you can leave a comment on there uh, you know reach out to us we would love to to talk with you, to if pray with you if need be. Uh, I can't exactly say that we're going to have the best advice, but our advice will do one thing guaranteed, and that's going to lead back to yes. leaning on God because there's nothing in this life that we can do that uh, without leaning on Him. Amen. And so, uh, it's anything you're facing today. If you, if don't go through it alone, um, you're not alone. Um, Always remember, there is somebody out there that will listen. There is somebody that cares. Don't let the devil tell you you're alone in whatever you're facing. And if you are feeling a call um, at whatever age you're at, at whatever um, part of life you're in, whether, you know, a lot of times we focus a lot, Brother Mitch, on trying to talk to the the young uh, in life. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, it doesn't matter if you're 5, if you're 50, if you're 80. You know, we've we've seen folks eighty years old come come to the Lord uh, late in life, and, and God just blessed them so much. And uh, it don't matter what what walk of life you're at, what age of life you're at, God still does have a plan and a purpose for you, and uh, he can he can use you at whatever age. Absolutely. And if you have uh, are feeling God talk with you, or you are feeling Him deal with you about something that you're unsure of. Reach out to somebody else. Uh, talk to them. Get advice. Somebody that you know that's got an experience with God that's grounded uh, in his word. And, and, and look, ask them for advice and, and what your next steps to be. Um, and, and let them help you with that. Um, and uh, Brother Mitch, uh, you got any more advice for our, uh, our youth out there today? I know you and Sister Stephanie have, have worked a lot with the youth for for years now and you've seen a lot of the struggles they face and 
uh, everything and uh, schools getting ready to start back. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, the kids we know have been blessed to uh, attend Christian schools. Um, some are still in public school systems, uh, and 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 they're you know I'm I'm not down in public school, uh, so please don't take me wrong, but um, you know there's uh, a lot of different struggles that all these kids starting back are going to face and um is there any advice you would have for them as the school year starts back not well yes uh you know just know that that heaven's fighting for you i i mean uh i i don't know why i feel that so strong here lately is just letting letting our young people know that heaven's fighting for them and we're fighting for them, uh, you know, um, but, but in a lot of ways, and I'll I'll say this and, and get out of the way, but, uh, I remember in high school, um, and then maybe it's a little carnal, I know, but I played, I played basketball and, um, we, we got to the point where, we wasn't doing we had progressed and then we went backwards right and our coach came to us and he said uh he said from the next month he said we're going back to the basics we were learning to dribble the ball again we were shooting layups again we were doing the 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 things uh and and we got so mad at him and thought he was (laughs) dumb you know but but we seen a difference in how we played as a team together, and uh, I know that's carnal. And no, it's... but but with that, I think there's great. There's something great in that. Is sometimes when we feel like we're struggling the most, or when when we're going back into something, and maybe we're like uh, kids going back to school, uh, fearful of you know what whatever uh, is is always go back to the basics yes, sir. you know if you if you'll if you'll get grounded rooted and grounded in those basic principles um you know god will see you through yes sir uh, and there's no doubt about it and so uh, you know in my life i'm a living example of that uh, there's times even at uh, 35 years old even this year that i've had to just stop and go back to the basics, yes, uh, you know, and get, and it and it works, and God is faithful. Yes, He is, and I love that you say that uh, that about going back to the basics. That was one of the things God dealt with me a few years back, and I shared on one of our previous episodes of uh, in teaching my class is we need to go back to the very basics, and that was I went I started back on on my lessons going all the way back to. How do I get saved? Yeah. And I'm teaching on prayer and teaching on just the, the things that really, as a parent and as a, a Sunday school teacher and as somebody, you know, I've been at this church my whole life. Um, I, I believe a lot of times we we get distracted. Sure. And we think, well, these kids have heard it over and over. They know how to get saved if they really want to get kept saved, you know, or, or these people, I'm sure they've heard it, you know, and, and we forget that. And that going back to the basics, man, that was so important and really refreshing, oh, yeah. even to me as, as a teacher in, in going back to that. And, I, and I, I've learned in doing that, I have learned different portions of Scripture that I didn't necessarily remember reading before. Yeah. God has opened things up uh, to me 
in doing that. So going back to the basics, that is, that's, that's actually some wonderful advice um, and in doing that because if we, uh, you know, we've, we've talked about developing your prayer life, but, but you know, develop a reading, uh, a, yeah. a, a, a life of, of seeking uh, God's word and, and opening that book and, and spending time in, in there. And, uh, you know, whether you start at Genesis or start at Matthew or wherever you want to start at, uh, find you somewhere's in there and just start. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you may not want to necessarily start in Revelations, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but, you know, find somewhere's in there and, and start reading and uh, allow God to speak to you through that word. It is a living word. Yes, it is. And, um, and so... Uh, open that book and develop you a prayer life and develop you a, a, a time to, to read his word and, and, and spend with him and let him uh, spend, let him spend time with you. That's right. And, um, and, and I know God will really bless you and bless you for that. And uh, brother Mitch, you got anything more to add? No, I just, I appreciate you uh, allowing me to join join with you it's been a pleasure and and uh i'm just i'm thankful for what god's doing uh through this avenue of uh ministry really it's a ministry yeah, and uh i don't i can't think of two better guys to to be heading it up i think y'all do great and i appreciate the opportunity hey we're glad to have you and you're welcome on here anytime brother uh brother mitch did a, a wonderful job sharing his testimony and and giving some great advice to our youth today. We appreciate that. And uh, as, as we always like to say uh, with, our, with our, our slogan, uh, but if you, um, if you spend time in God's Word and you spend time in prayer, that's two surefire ways that, that God's going to help you make every moment count. It's time again for Where's That in the Bible? And so today we're going to talk a little bit on, uh, or think a little bit on friends and their effect on you. It's always a good thing to have friends, but it's very important that we have the right friends. And so you can read, if you're interested in that topic, you can read some good scripture on that in Proverbs 22, verse 24, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 24, and John chapter 15, verse 13. Be sure to, to look that up, spend some time reading that and talking to God about it, and I know he's got some great advice for you in that. God bless you. Thank you so much for being with us again today. Be sure to tune in next week for a special episode, and until then, may God bless you.